0: All right, guys, here we go, Nord East podcast, huge episode, lots of news, lots of shows you guys should be watching, HBO Max going crazy, and then we start our newest rewatch, oh my God, it's Jason Bourne rewatch, here we go, Nord East podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing pretty well, man. I'm super. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Can't wait to pod with you guys. Lots to talk about today. So much news. But before we dive into that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere you get your favorite from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Free,
2: free, free, free. That's yeah. a great deal. What a bargain.
0: Best
1: friend, H and R H and R Block, free returns
2: <laughs> for everything.
1: <Okay>. That's it. <laughs>
0: All timely,
2: right. timely.
0: We are going to have a great episode. We want to get into it fast, but before we do that, we need to tell you guys what we are drinking. What are you guys having today?
2: All right, I'm over at Lupulin. I'm having their strictly illegal. Eric, I think you had this one on the pod a couple weeks ago. Yep, um, it's a triple. It's super duper tasty. 11%, so kind of boozy, but but good. Not too hot,
1: in my opinion. And I like it. I happen to uh, swing by France 44. the only place I can get Junkyard in the city. I've got the OG Cushions from Ooh. Junkyard. New England-style IPA with a bunch of hops, 7%. Really tasty. It's, ex- it's everything you expect from Junkyard. It's delicious. With a name like that, is it very dank? It's not that dank. Yeah. I was, I was maybe expecting a little bit more. I almost got the, the big doinks just to, like, you know, do like a comparison test kind of thing, but didn't. Great beer.
0: I am drinking Modest Day of Another Dream, West Coast IPA, their West Coast Dream Yard. And this thing is making me want East Coast IPAs to go away for a little while.
2: Just uh, some balance would be nice. Some balance.
0: This to me is about. This is, like, such a refined, updated West Coast. Yeah. I love it. It's what a West Coast IPA should be. And everyone went hop crazy for a few years and, like, killed the West Coast IPA. And it should come back smooth, just like this one. So run out Dave well, another dream.
2: I feel like when they, they made this one, they're like, okay, people aren't into super-duper bitter necessarily. Let's dial the bitterness down. And so it's just, like, a really flavorful, crispy like drinkable beer. It's not hazy. There's no particulate in it. Um, it's a great beer. I had it yesterday and I was just blown away.
0: Love it. All right, guys, here we go. Also, by the way, shout out to our friends at Modest. We love them. We love them. They are the leaders of the beer scene, I think, in the Twin Cities. And it's not just because they have a great beer and a great tap room, but also because of their dedication to social justice, doing the right thing, having the right messages, helping people in their community. And uh, we don't need to get into it, but they did some cool stuff with their um, platform and uh, whatnot this week. Go check out their Instagram if you want some more information. But I thought they did a great job. It
1: They're was brave. definitely the, the most like uh, poignant and almost anger-laden post they've ever had. Mm-hmm. about this like it it felt like the person typing it has had enough like it you know they they, a lot of the stuff with um you know the protests they they kind of stayed a little bit further back and just like hey if you need resources come to our tap room we got water we got a place Mm -hmm. to stay you know kind of thing clearly on Um, on the side of the people but not not like you know trying
2: to incite more violence or anything like that
1: Not not overtly taking a stand. This was the exact opposite of that. This yeah. this most recent post of like this shit needs to
2: stop. So just in case you don't know what we're talking about, might as well just mention it a little bit. Beloved rocker, super you know, um, singer star here, Sean Tillman, personality, home,
0: our, yeah,
2: Armar superstar. Um, it, you know, it came out that three or three women or something have all come forward and said he's you know abused and sexually harassed and. He has his own, you know, me too moment right now, and he's a very well-loved guy, and so you haven't seen a lot of people coming out uh, or companies or whatever and saying, taking a hard stand on it. You know, they're kind of like sitting back and seeing how it plays out, and Modest has worked with with Harmar before they did a beer together. Uh, Remember they had that beer name that was like really long and silly and something like Hot Summer or whatever. Um, and they just said, you know, we're fucking sick of this, dude. Like we're scrubbing him from our platform. We're, we're never going to brew the beer again. We're, um, you know, just, we don't stand for this stuff at all. So I thought it was cool. Um, it's a touchy situation, but they were very brave in how they handled
0: it. Yeah. So bravo to you modest for always being uh, brave and, uh, on the right side of things. So yeah, exactly. here we go. Do we have yeah, things to talk about first up? Uh, Suicide Squad trailer dropped. First Suicide Squad was pretty bad. Saw theaters. Wasn't good. Didn't enjoy really any part of it. Um, uh-huh. Especially not the Joker, uh, Will Smith's character, or pretty much anything that wasn't um, Harley, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah. And even Harley Quinn was just like fine. Uh, do you think that after seeing this trailer, there is any hope for Suicide Squad 2?
2: Yeah, we should have, When we have had big, high hopes for this. Um, we've said multiple times, uh, the actors in a movie do not make a movie good or bad. They can certainly help, um, but you can do a lot with un- unknown actors, and you can have a huge cast with a flop. I mean, it doesn't matter. So um, this is under the wing and the writing and the direction of, Sh- of James Gunn. Uh, we all trust him. He's done amazing work with the Guardians movies and stuff before that. So, I think we all th- sort of were guarded, but like excited. And I think you see this trailer, you're like, "Yep, this looks like another fucking classic from James Gunn. Just totally off the wall. Going to be funny and and good action." Uh, I'm I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a great movie.
1: I agree. I I everything that James said is is perfectly on point. Um. The trailer I thought looked so much different than the first one, and that's a that's a great sign. Um, it didn't seem cheesy and forced and weird. And there wasn't like the one big line of like, "What are we?" Some sort of a suicide, like all that all that stuff is gone. And I think James Gunn realized that, and so he's he's pulling some like Guardians of the Galaxy strings into this universe. Like it, it felt like Guardians on Earth in a little bit of way, like it is this random pack of people that he's got to cram, like, you know, nine people on the screen at one time and make it fun and interesting. And that's difficult to do. And I think he can do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I I would say if the first suicide squad was like a 52 on rotten tomatoes, like barely fresh, this will be at least
0: an 80 in my opinion.
1: Oh, I think so easily. Yeah. I'm
2: excited, man. It looks great.
0: All right. uh, So keeping it superhero HBO max. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Not HBO max. Wrong one. Pierce Brosnan, totally different, joins Black yep. Adam, which is dropping late July 2022. Uh Do we know who okay. he's going to be, and does Pierce Brosnan ever move the needle for you?
2: No, not really. I mean, I don't care too much about this, although I'm hopeful for the movie. Um You know, this is Rock's big time. Like, he hasn't done a superhero movie, right? Uh The closest he probably did was Moana as Maui. I mean, he just hasn't touched it, which is kind of crazy. So here he comes. He picked DC or they picked him and gave it through the money at him. So he's black Adam. He's going to be a badass with a big, you know, I think he's related to Shazam in some way, which we have some Shazam news coming up. And I guess he's got like black Adam is on a team of some sort. We haven't met any of these people. I don't even know if we could go through the names of the other superheroes. None of us would know them. Um, and we don't know this guy either, but he's, you know, one of the, he's like the older, guy on the team and that's all i know about it so i I guess i don't really care about this news movie i hope is good
0: i like blockbuster movies in the summer so i'm hoping that this is great but i have my doubts
1: i have my doubts
0: um barter
1: yeah i mean kind of everything that you guys said it it is the rock as a superhero so he's going to be playing the same guy essentially (laughs) um I thought the first trailer, well, it wasn't really a trailer, but the first teaser of him talking as Black Adam sounded really cool. That's about all I can say for, for what it. it's worth. And yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Should we say we don't? I don't think I care about this. Don't care. I don't care. I don't care yet. I need to see more. <laughs> <laughs> Eric cares a little bit.
0: I don't. I don't. Like, I want to <laughs> like The Rock because, like, I grew up on, like, 1997 wrestling. So, like, I want to like The Rock, but, like, he's not in any good movies.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's a problem. It's, like, most likable guy, you want to see him in, in everything, and then the actual movies are pretty bad that he's in.
0: Yeah, I really want to like him because he seems cool and he's really entertaining and, like, everyone likes him. But every movie he's in, I'm like, uh, another movie with Chris, or with, uh, oh, what's his name, Hart, Kevin Hart?
2: Yeah, I know.
0: Another Kevin Hart movie? Really? Like, I feel like they're always like doing... I mean, maybe they've only done one movie, but it feels like 10. And then, Well, they've
2: done two Jumanji movies, so we know they've at least done those. I think they did...
0: Another like one where they were... Ride Ride I don't yeah, know if that Ride was Alone. one of Something his.
2: Like um, I don't even need to watch the movies with them. I just watch the social media posts, and that's all I need. Their real-life friendship and the camel stuff, making fun of each other... You know, their comments on each other's Instagrams. That's all I need. That's enough for me.
0: Then then I spend the other part of my time with The Rock just hoping he doesn't run for president. (laughs) He's going to run for president. He's going to win, isn't he?
2: (laughs) That's idiocracy coming true right there, Wancho. Yeah. All
0: right. We also got news, like you said, Shazam 2. Helen Mirren's going to be joining Shazam. What do we know about this? And does that move the needle at all? I mean,
2: it, dude, it, it's cool. I think it's a little bit like when they got Kate Blanchett to be like when we heard Kate Blanchett is going to be the the bad guy in Thor. This is going to suck. And then it was fucking amazing. It was like one of the best Marvel movies. So I'm, I mean, I'm excited. I liked Shazam one. I think you guys both didn't. Is that true? Could you guys both possibly have hated it? Didn't watch it, Eric. I didn't watch it. Ryan got bored and shut it off. I quit about halfway through. It was. It was <laughs> It's a kid's movie, but it's, like, funny. It was really cute and funny, and, like, really – I thought the action was good.
0: Yeah, I, I like Zach Levi in it. I, I hated the first one, so there was no way I was watching the second one. What are you talking about? You know – Shazam? Yeah, he, like, comes out of a boombox, a shack.
2: <laughs> Fuck off. That's, Kaz- that's Kazam. Idiot. <laughs> that's Kazoo. Look, uh, I liked it. I'm excited for this next one. The Dame Helen Mirren will bring some class to the whole thing. Um – it's hard to imagine her physically imposing, but we thought the same thing about Kate Blanchett, and she was great. I'm excited. I actually care. I do care about this casting. I don't and care. I'm the only one, so let's go.
0: I don't care. I don't care at all. It's okay. All right, That's fine. All right, keeping it a little bit superhero, uh, the director of Promising Young Woman is doing a movie for DC. Who is she, and should this move the needle for us?
1: All
2: right, so you didn't write down the name, her name. So I'm going to have to look that up because I don't remember either. But she's like this big up and coming writer, director, female that's kicking ass.
1: Something, something, something Fennel, right?
2: Yeah, Fennel. um, Okay, I'll look it up while I attempt to speak on it. But so Zatanna, I guess, is the name of the movie. And she's a DC superhero that, like, she dresses like an old school magician with, like, the long top, like, tails and the top hat.
0: <laughs> you look at me like, why, why are we talking about this? DC is it's, just it's, the right real problem. the The source material is just—they're like we have Batman, and then that's literally every other character is fucking stupid.
2: Yeah, Emerald well, Fennel is her name. Emerald Fennel, yeah. So everybody, watch out for what Emerald Fennel does next. um I cannot wait to watch Promising Young Woman. It's available for rent for six bucks, so I think I am going to watch it soon. Um, I've been waiting for that because I don't want to pay twenty bucks on it. So um, I think this is probably gonna be okay. Like I don't know anything about Zatanna or what her powers are. She looks cool, kind of silly. Eric, don't be sh- don't be shaking your head. I'm sure you're probably gonna love this movie. That's the funny thing.
0: I probably will, but like it's just every time I hear about a character in DC, I'm like, yeah. oh, who wrote this stuff? I mean. Marvel is off the wall and totally. Who off wrote the
2: it? Wall. Usually white men in the 1960s. No, for sure. But like that's like every single time. The answer is always the same.
0: The Marvel characters are silly, and they are just ten times less silly than the DC ones. Yeah, DC was just like we got Batman. He's great. Let's make him a sidekick. Who is he? His name is Robin. They they're already straight. Their villains are kind of <laughs> cool though.
2: Yeah, they, they got some decent shit. They just haven't executed it well.
0: Okay, um, so moving a little bit away from superheroes, uh, we do have Keanu Reeves ma- making a deal with Netflix over his comic book. Keanu Reeves has a comic book. What What's going
2: Keanu on? Keanu Reeves got everything, man. So Keanu Reeves, I guess, like wrote, and his kind of image is used, and he produced this comic series called Berserker, Take Out All the Vowels. And that's how it's spelled, okay? Berserker, and all caps. It's all caps so Yeah, and I don't know the plot. Um, I know it's like a hard R-rated, violent, like comic book. It honestly, the artwork looks cool. Um, but they so Netflix bought this thing. They're going to do two things with it: a live-action movie. Keanu Reeves is going to produce and star, and then they're going to do an anime that he's going to voice. So like it or not they're going to be these options for us on Netflix soon and i'm guessing we're going to at least try it i don't have high hopes it's keanu reeves uh, another like- guy that like you want to love you want to love keanu reeves does he make good movies no not really
0: what was what, okay go back in time here help me out give me okay. early keanu reeves like like
2: speed okay.
0: speed okay.
2: point break matrix boom 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 he's a star Bill and, Bill Ted, and Ted. Ted. He's in Bill and yeah. Ted. Yeah. Bill and Ted. Sure, okay.
0: sure. What's he do after Matrix?
2: Chills the fuck out.
0: <laughs> cools well, he down. Made, he he
2: cools way down. Made two more. He got into a string where he was doing romantic comedies for a while, which is weird, and he still does those every once in a while.
1: Well, he also did like Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino, Ooh. which was pretty solid. I mean, he's he's had some. He did Bram Stoker's Dracula
2: and was laughably horrible in it. Great yeah, movie, but he was he was a he joke. Was super Gary Oldman young. stole the show. Great movie, though. So, I mean, he's done some cool stuff. We should almost do a deep dive and see if he's overrated, underrated, properly rated someday.
0: Let's do it today. All right.
2: <laughs> we just did.
0: We're going we're gonna to do it now. All right. Uh, George R.R. R. Martin signs a five-year deal with HBO. I don't really know what this means. Does this mean that he's not going to finish the book that he's promised to be finishing?
2: He only has two books. Two book. He's got two books to write.
0: There's a zero percent
1: chance. Actually.
2: I'm just so over George Martin. I'm sorry. You gave us a few great novels and you wound us up and you didn't deliver. And I'm just annoyed at them. I
0: think that the best thing that George R.R. Martin could do would be to say, all right, I'm not going to finish these novels, but I'm going to go find someone who is really great, who is going to finish them. And they're going to have to hang out with me for a month straight. And I'm going to tell them everything I want to happen. And then they're going to put their own spin on it. And they're going to give you guys a bunch of really cool novels. I'm sorry it won't be written the same as me, but you'll get the rest of the stories.
2: You'll at least get the story.
0: I think people would be like, all right, that's great. We really appreciate that. And I think that it also would be less boring.
1: Yeah. I think think George is like sort of looking at his options as he winds down his life. I'm not saying he's going to die anytime soon, but he's long in the tooth, right? And he's like, I could either hang out in my basement on my old ass computer banging out word after word for a show that ended up being reviled, try and write the ship pun intended and, and try and finish these two books, which I said I was going to, but now that the show kind of ruined it, it's going to be impossible to untangle that, that web. Or Mm -hmm. um, I could just like show up to the set, write a few episodes. They pay me 10 times more. Um, I get to travel all over the world. Um, I get to do all these cool things before my time is up. Make more money, leave more for my legacy, etc. And I think of the option of those two options. I think all of us would take the HBO deal.
2: Um, I guess I, you got to remember, dude. George Martin, as much as he claims to be like this nerdy writer guy, he loves his his cons. He loves his speaking. Um, you know, contracts. His big. He loves his talk show appearances he's kind of a ham a little bit and i think this is more fun for him you know and i think you're totally right you know Nine, I mean? famously five or six years ago we made a bet and i bet you that within 12 months from then we'd see winds of winter
1: that was and it was gonna be in august went. And it's came and went six times over. It was like August of 2018. You bet me, you bet me in August of 2017 that it was going to be done in 2018. And it it's not even close now. Three years later. Yeah. So It's just
2: not going to happen. This is annoying to me. I don't give a fuck. No... He, he's not going to necessarily make these, bo- these shows better. I mean, no, I, mean I don't know. There, there There's like seven in pre-production. So it's going to be the game of Thrones takeover at some point. Um, and I just don't think that his involvement is, like, going to make it amazing or not. I mean, it's either going to work on its owner or it's not. I mean, well, what, is he, and, what could he possibly contribute?
1: Well, but here's the other thing. HBO doesn't really have a choice, I don't think. They, they need him to help guide the, the characters and maybe some, some stuff that isn't written that he's got up here yeah. that they may be trying to channel into. Um, so I, I don't, I, I think HBO's hand was kind of forced on this, If they're going to try and expand the Game of Thrones multiverse, if you will. Yeah, I think right.
0: that HBO is seeing the writing on the wall that, cause everyone's like seven shows, they'll make one or two. No, I think they're going to make a lot of shows because I think. Yeah,
2: they'll make like three or four within a couple years, probably. They'll probably be two a year for a while rotating.
0: Oh, I think that they're going to get to a point in five years where there is 40 weeks a year of game of thrones, because that's the precedent being set by Disney at this point, Disney saying, Hey, you guys want Marvel and star Wars. What about every week for eternity? (laughs) And I think that like, you're going to have to have universes that just never end and never stop. And is good. Mm -hmm. Or you're not going to be able to hang in the game anymore. And so I think their ultimate goal is just going to be like, all right, we're just going to have four different thrones things going on at a time, one cartoon and three live action shows and a movie or something, you know, they're just going to have to do it or they're going to, they're going to fall by. And so I care. I wouldn't, I have not read the books and I probably would never read the books. So I don't really care. I actually kind of think it's funny at this point. So um, I think that George Martin reminds me of Bill Simmons. Okay. From the ringer. So Bill Simmons comes up as a writer for, I don't know, whatever Boston paper. He starts writing for ESPN, does page two. He's way ahead of things on the internet. And then he ends up being a big writer for ESPN. He ends up starting Grantland. Then he gets booted from ESPN and he does uh, The Ringer. And at this point, he doesn't write any articles anymore. He runs The Ringer, probably with help from a lot of people, and he just has a podcast and he goes on everyone else's podcasts. And that's it. He constantly talks about how he doesn't write anymore. Why? Because if you can make a bunch of money to not have to do all the hard, boring part of it, and you can only do the fun stuff, why would you want to do the hard, boring part of it? And so I don't blame George Martin. I don't even want to read his book. His book's going to come out, and you want what's going to happen? Everyone's going to hate it. (laughs) (laughs) it. It's going to come out, and everyone's going to be like, oh, what a stick.
1: You're 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 absolutely right. There's That's there's
0: crazy. almost no
1: upside for him to finish the book. Uh, I mean, other than like fulfilling a contract, I don't know if he even has that, but you know like, damn well there's, there's no there's no upside for him to finish it.
0: You know damn well that his he wrote all of season eight of Game of Thrones, but worse, HBO saved it as much as they could from his shitty story. It comes out, the <laughs> fans pan it, and then he's like, It was all HBO, my story was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I guarantee his was worse. So um, on, I don't care. But we'll see. Well,
1: I think I, an, another. I think another good comparison would be George Lucas.
0: Yeah, George Lucas. He's like. Well, I'm no. just saying, like they're like, you want four billion dollars, or do you want Star Wars fans to hate you more?
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I just, I just mean from the like, uh, yeah, he wrote a treatment for, for uh, the Force Awakens, and they were like, yeah, no thanks. That's it. Yep. We're all, we're all set.
0: Yep. All right, so sticking with HBO, um, they also are doing a What We Do in the Shadow spin-off show. Is that right, Barter?
1: So it's a, it's a CW, HBO Max joint um, broadcast oh. deal. Ugh, CW um, scares me. Spinning off an FX show. So this Correct. whole thing seems a little weird, but I'm into it. Um. So it's a, it's called a joint acquisition. I don't know. Um, Maybe there's something to do with the movie or contracts or whatever that they can't do this. So it's called Wellington paranormal. Um, I had no idea the show was coming. Um, Jimbo, you said you maybe heard whispers about it, Um, but it's going to be, it's apparently a a detective, a female and a male uh, detective partnership. That are I, I would assume are investigating paranormal, you know, uh, Dracula, werewolf related incidents, mm-hmm. um, and it's done. It's Jermaine Clement and Tyka. so it's going to be it's going to have that what we do in the shadows vibe, probably with a little bit of Reno nine one one sprinkled in. And I'm here for. I
2: it. am here for all of those things you just said.
1: Yeah, that's
2: fantastic.
1: It. CW though makes me a little nervous. Like, damn. That's maybe maybe that's just, their, like, they're broadcasting it on, that's their cable channel, and then their yeah. premium channel is going to be on HBO Max. I don't know. Yep, something like that. Well, we'll keep an eye open. I mean, I don't know when it's coming, but
2: it sounds like I'll it's, fucking definitely check it out. It's supposed to be this summer. Okay. So. Sweet.
0: So uh, HBO okay. also announced that same-day theater HBO Max releases are going away, or at least being revamped. I think that... Um, there still is going to be some kind of option. I mean, mean, this is just my opinion Uh, for, if you want to pay enough that you can watch it at your house. I feel like that's never going away now, but I don't Mm. know what it's going to look
1: like.
2: No, it is. They're doing Ryan. I think.
1: Yeah. Give me the details. Yeah. You know about this. So Regal cinema, who's one of the biggest cinema companies and they own a lot of it um, struck the deal with HBO that they would allow it to continue through the end of 2021. And then starting in 2022, all new releases would go straight to theater. But for the ones that HBO has bought the rights to or whatever, it will be available for streaming on the service 45 days after the premiere in theaters. Mm-hmm. So it's not same day. And Eric may be right. Maybe maybe there'll be some retooling Well, where, where, you know, if you want to pay $40, you could watch it in your house and something like that. But, mm-hmm. um, I think 45 days is a pretty solid compromise. Um, cause normally, you know, stuff takes months and months and months to get to, oh, to, to the stream
2: for six months. And then it's like, yeah. in maybe it's on, I don't know where the fuck it lives. Airplanes after that. Like, I don't know where it goes. And then finally you can, you can buy the DVD or you can buy the, the download and that could be two months. And then finally you can rent it. And then within maybe like usually over a year, maybe a year and a half a streaming service will pick it up and we'll watch it for free on prime. You know, that's the cycle. So I'm into it like 45 days. If I really am into it, if it's black widow, I'm going to drag my ass to the theater. Um, If not, I will hold tight. And 45 days later, I will be night one clicking play. So
0: we did did news on black widow coming out early at $30.
2: Yeah, it's going to be 30 bucks, which I, depending on, I think we're all getting vaccinated pretty soon. Ryan, you're getting vaccinated this week, Eric, you're good to go. I got to schedule my shit. We might be able to go to the theater for this thing. I mean, it's in June. Um, I mean, otherwise I would pay the 30 bucks and watch at home. I'm ready.
0: I'm going to do both.
2: Yeah, I might do both.
0: Can't even wait. Um, all right. So do we care about that? I mean, it's hard. To, I mean, obviously I care. I just, uh, I don't know. I like, what,
1: I like what they did. For, I like what they did for 2021, which was, they're going to do same day releases and it's not everything. It's not every major release, but it's a lot of cool stuff. And I think that they're going to see the benefits of doing that. And so they reacted by, by pulling the rug out a little bit and saying, okay, we're not going to do that. Let's figure this out, but we'll compromise at 45 days, which Jimbo laid out perfectly how long it normally takes. um, Unless it's like a a, a July release and they're trying to get the DVDs out for Christmas kind of thing. So um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be mutually beneficial. I think, $30 $30 to watch it in your house or 15 bucks to go to a theater with, you know, Eric and your I don't know, large bucket of popcorn. And and that's, that's another 15 right there. So you're kind of sitting at the same thing and you get to see it in theater. So I don't, you know, it's a, it's a trade off. If you want to stay home, if you're not vaccinated or can't get it or whatever mm-hmm. um, it might be available. So I, I don't know. I think, I think it's a win-win for, for HBO, for the theaters and for the consumers. I I, I don't see any downside to this.
0: All right, guys, hot taking you. time. Love it. I miss movie theaters. I
2: yeah. know. You I miss movie You theaters. love going with your buddy, Tyler. You guys sit together, I like eat it. the big old popcorn. Eating it's popcorn. a good time, and I miss going with
1: Ryan.
0: Going to the theater, seeing some kind of big blockbuster movie, I love it. I miss it.
1: I, Jimbo, I think I miss our scotch with two straws the most. I think that's my – Two
0: straws. What do
1: we do, the Glenn Levitt Twelve.
2: Glenn at 12, baby. Glenn at 12, two straws. Lean in, Ryan. Mm, yep, yummy. Yep.
0: <laughs> I can really get the oak flavors. Pete, little yep. Petey. All right. Good day. Days. Good days. Nobody, the movie, getting great reviews. What is it? Should I care about it? Where can I watch it? What movie? Nobody. Oh, yeah. It's such a forgettable
2: title. I literally didn't even hear you say it. So you guys know Saul, Bob Odenkirk. Everybody loves Bob Odenkirk, right? So he. I start seeing trailers for this movie. Where he's like an action star, kind of an aging, like normal dad has to like turn on his skills that he forgot about. I'm like, dude, this is an absolute straight to DVD if I've ever seen one, right? This is no reason to care about this. We've never talked about in the show so far. Well, I guess it's pretty good. Like (laughs) reviewers have seen it. It's like 90 something percent. The action is like brutal and fun. He's hilarious. I guess it's worth watching. So, um. I guess nobody turned out to be something we should remember and, and try to check out.
1: Uh, we'll will do Eric. You and I will uh, sit back, with our arms behind our head. We'll let JC take the bullet yeah. and uh, let us know. Yeah, hey, that sounded a
2: little interesting the way you phrased all that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I do anything you guys need. Let's say <laughs> I will watch it. I think so you guys would.
0: Back give... And let you take the bullet. <laughs>
2: <Exactly>. <laughs> the arms guy in the head yeah. and um but anyways yes i will do that for you guys, like i always do i do it all the time and I'm, I'm more than happy to it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a fun movie so i watch bad movies that i know are gonna be bad i'll definitely check this yeah one. like shazam yeah <laughs> exactly
0: all right guys uh godzilla versus kong getting good reviews uh, it's right around the corner it's coming out on wait is it already out
2: no, no, yeah, like two days, maybe. It came days.
0: Out. Yeah, it came out. It's on, not
2: out right now, is it?
0: It came out on March twenty fifth. Yeah, came out on. No, Friday. it didn't. Yes, it did. Oh shit!
2: I it can't believe it. I haven't watched it yet. I feel like I didn't do my pod homework. Now it's on HBO. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I want to see <laughs> it. No, I heard it's really no, fun. No,
0: no, no, no! I'm sorry. It's released on HBO on March thirty first.
1: There we go. Okay. okay. Yeah. It was released so, like he said, oh, two Wednesday. days.
0: But it was released <laughs> in theaters on the twenty-fifth. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So
1: I was like, I was confused because I was like, me, the last like one dude, I, saw I was... feel like I would know. Um the but dude, so I, being... the best
2: review I saw was come for the come for the big, you know, spectacle monster fights, stay for the big spectacle monster fights. That's pretty much <laughs> that's all it is. Uh, and then other reviews would be like, you know, if It flounders a bit in the quieter moments. Well, no shit. We're waiting for the monsters to fight. So I guess it's yeah, fun.
1: I don't, I don't want quiet moments.
2: Yeah, I, exactly. I, I'm excited. Uh, I will watch it. I was not excited for this movie at all until it started to kind of gather good reviews. So I'll uh, I'll check it out. Eric, you guys you, can just you, put you your
1: hands behind your head. and just. I'm going to watch it. You, you made me nervous because I was like, dude, the last time I checked HBO, like the big movie they were pimping was Tom and Jerry. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I must have missed something, but I'm glad it was Wednesday, hey, just like Jimbo said. Unwatchable, by the way. Unwatchable oh. movie, and I tried. Uh, it, it was so bad, it
2: wasn't even worth mentioning that it was unwatchable until now, so keep moving.
0: All right, guys, that's it. That's all we have for Do We Care. I guess I'll watch Godzilla versus Kong or Kong versus Godzilla, whatever it's called. I'm sure it's going to be awful, um, because... It's gonna look like a DC movie, but it's gonna be two big slow beasts fighting. I would literally rather watch a Power Rangers Zord fight. Uh, that actually be mm-hmm. fun as um, they run into power lines and their sparks fly all over the place, and they fight some guy that Reader Pulsa made into a giant monster. You guys remember them? Mm-hmm.
2: I do, not not not
1: like you do. Not,
0: favorable. I not favorite.
1: <laughs> nobody <laughs> loves. Nobody loves. Like almost boasting. In a informational way, his '90s nostalgia knowledge—like mm-hmm. he's like, oh, don't, you guys don't remember uh, Khalifa uh, on the 32nd episode of season four in Power Rangers? You don't remember her? She came oh, in for one episode. She was awesome.
0: Let's be serious. The coolest part, though, was when the Green Ranger showed up to fight the Power Rangers, and he had—he was own,
2: laying waste,
0: and he has own little flute, and he had his own Zord. Dude was crazy.
2: Where did he come from?
1: We don't
0: know. By that time, Eric, I was like in like
1: sixth grade and I had discovered girls. So Power (laughs) Rangers were out. Sixth grade, Ryan. Ryan, (laughs) you were 16. (laughs) I don't remember. I'm just trying to like make Eric feel like he was eight when this was super cool. I was
0: was eight. I was eight years old. All right, guys. Hot Rex. Time for Hot Rex. And just what everyone has been wondering all week. I feel bad. I spent the week thinking about it. I didn't give you guys a f- final review on Bear Top. <laughs> so, <laughs> well,
2: that's what we're all hanging on every word for. So Bear uh, Top. which by
1: the way, which by the way, my wife said she read the book mm. about oh, that shit. and said it's awesome. Like says really good. So I
0: thought it was a hockey show. It's a rape. Yeah. Not a hockey show. It's a rape. <laughs> it's, oh, a rape show? it's a rape show. A rape show.
2: Uh, I've tried to watch those before. They can be tough. Um,
0: I'm gonna go. What? I'm gonna go. Not a wreck. Not officially. Officially not a wreck. I think that there is there is a person who would love Bear Town. I just don't think it's the people who listen to me on this podcast. Okay. Okay. So the people who find themselves like agreeing with me on this podcast, I don't think Bear Town is for you. Okay. Yeah. That's not if you problem.
1: ever.
2: I feel like this like the Venn diagram is like if you ever enjoyed um Power Rangers, <laughs> <laughs> then do not watch Beartown.
0: I told you what my my Venn diagram is. It's Nathan for You memes and mm-hmm. Twitter soccer rumors. That's the yeah. Venn diagram. If you Eric is that dead Venn, in the middle. Beartown, probably not for you.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for following up. We do appreciate that. You said you were going to.
0: last episode was, was a little hard to get through. So
2: so you, you you quit or you finished it?
0: Guys, I had to finish it. I, I literally ranted about it for 20 minutes last week. Yeah, you guys blocked me for another five. I <laughs> had to finish it. There was no sitting this one out. I had to I, I, it's a skip. Yep.
1: Can I ask you was it difficult to get through because the acting in the show veered off in a difficult direction or the content that they were discussing was
0: tough No the acting got bad Okay it, got, it was a little too serious for the level of actors that were in the show Got sure. it And so little, well, they had head, to do the heavy, heavy. scenes and don't yeah. fall apart it'd be, look- like,
2: it'd be like asking John B to like deliver a monologue about like his like being abused as a child you don't ask John B. from, from the OBX to to, to handle that. Just, You're more about, like, can you look cool on a jet ski?
0: Let yes. Me, let me just tell you the premise of the show, okay? I'll just real fast. Guy moves, former NHL player, doesn't really make it in the NHL, goes back to his hometown in Sweden, this little town. Yeah,
1: you get you gave us this last week.
0: Yep. But this is what I didn't tell you. The star player that he's he's coaching rapes his daughter. Oh. Causing some serious issues. Then no one in the town believes her, and he even questions if he believes her. And then the cat kid gets in trouble, and then they go on a rampage trying to go after anybody who who uh, thinks he's guilty. <laughs> it was wow. just kind of tough. So I'm going to say skip everyone. So sorry, okay. I, we went on and on and on and on about it. Bear Town, it's a skip. All right, multiple was, weeks. Uh, let's, let's check. it. Let's just. Let's carve
2: out seven minutes next week (laughs) just to come back and revisit. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Give you some time to think about it.
0: All right. (laughs) You're watching into the storm. Please tell us about this on HBO max.
1: Oh, this is, it's everything I wanted it to be. So this is a documentary about uh, QAnon for lack of a better word, but not about the day-to-day stuff that's kind of happening now this is sort of a look back on how how it all literally accidentally got started okay um and the documentary filmmaker follows this guy who used to be a admin for 4chan uh for everyone knows that for anonymity
2: it probably came from 4chan makes
1: sense correct and it's all the incels and all that stuff and it it whatever his partnership was with them didn't didn't end well. And he didn't like things that were going on and ended up starting eight Chan super creative name. Um, but he started eight Chan, um, where it was supposed to be a place that you could post and discuss, um, pretty much anything you want. Um, he was saying that there's a lot of stuff in there that's not for everybody, but it's there. Um, um, anyway,
0: so sorry. Can I say one thing? Yeah, um, my get my thought on 4chan, which I don't know. I don't know if 4chan is something or 8chan. I'm not even sure if that's something that I'm allowed to visit on the internet, or if you have to be on the dark web or something. I obviously don't know much about the internet and sketchy websites, but to me, 4chan or 8chan or any chan is like a place where for people who don't think that there's the violence on the internet is violent enough, the porn is disturbing enough and Mm -hmm. a racism isn't like hateful
2: enough. It's too soft. two sophomores. The Facebook racism, way too soft. (laughs) Got to ramp that. Those are rookie numbers.
1: You got to bump those numbers up. Am I right? Is that that
0: kind of, yes, yes.
1: Yes. I've never visited those sites. So I have no idea, but from what I understand, that that, that sounds pretty accurate. You know,
2: I was, I still, I still appreciate Reddit. I was a huge Redditor for a long time, big into it. And people would make the association. Oh, it's like 4chan. It's like, no, Reddit is not like 4chan. Reddit is relatively normal people sharing information, and 4chan is where straight fucking weirdos go to get away with stuff they shouldn't be doing. Yeah,
1: and and then so anyway, so so the documentary guy is is sort of following along some of the like the owner of 8chan, um, the board administrator, um, which by the way is a dude that has like a skeletal disease where he has brittle bones. I forget what the name of it is, but he, he's literally a dude who's about t- three feet tall. And he um, basically lives in a wheelchair Interesting. Um, all the time. So it's not the person that you would picture running this type of website. I'm like big Chad um, guy or something like whatever. Yeah, But so then, you know, the, the, picture, the... so they're releasing episodes weekly. So I think there's a new one out tonight. Um, Sunday, Um, but it's just sort of delving into like when the Q posts started, and like how vague they were, but then how it just sort of blew up into this you know awful monstrosity that it is. Which I I, I'm watching this not because I support Q, but I'm always interested in like the origin story Mm -hmm. of like how how this like inexplicable cult following. This guy has without posting anything real and with being wrong over and over and over and over and Mm -hmm. over.
0: What's that, Eric? I'm jealous of Q because he just makes guesses that are completely off the wall. Everyone gets super jacked up about him. And then he's wrong a hundred percent of the time. And then everyone just like pays all his bills and believes anything he says. And then if he's wrong, everyone just forgets about it no yeah. they
1: twist but well no but they, well, they twist make
0: excuses it like,
2: for a while but then he comes up with a new one to get people excited so they forget quickly about the last year
1: essentially he's the he's the end of the world profiteers right it's the same like mm-hmm. parks and rec did a really good episode uh, going into this type of thing like you know dude wants to book the park for the end of the world on the 31st and leslie's like oh actually the the high school marching band has the park that day he's like what about april 3rd She's like, yeah, it's available that day. You know, like, and, and like they, they did a really good job Like all, all you gotta do is move the goalpost and people will believe it. And that's essentially what it is. But I'm I'm excited to to like kind of delve into this a little bit more. There's a guy with like inside access to all these uh like the the founding fathers, if you will, of this whole stupidity. So I I enjoy it. Okay. All right. So it's a rack. It's a wreck for me. Yep, for sure. All right. Unless you're unless you hate unless you like just don't want anything to do with QAnon, then don't watch it because you'll get really annoyed quickly. Okay.
0: I will tell you this I will become a card carrying member of QAnon. Okay. And if anyone knows me at all, you know that I am probably the absolute opposite side of the coin of QAnon. I will be on team QAnon if JFK Jr. shows up. With a binder of Tom Hanks pictures eating children, I will join QAnon. Then, well, that would
2: be proof, wouldn't it? That would be. I think we'd all have to.
0: JFK would. (laughs) He would have predicted eating kids. I'm in. I'm in. Team QAnon then.
1: He will have predicted one thing correctly in (laughs) (laughs) three years.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, JC Rami. Yeah. What is this? Rami.
2: Rami, watching it. All right, like, two years ago, I was watching the Golden Globes, and this kid named, like, Rami Yusuf was, like, a, like a a child, man. I mean, he must have been 23 at the time. He won, like, Best Actor in a, like, comedy on for the show called Rami on Hulu. Had never heard of it. Um, and at the time, I was like, okay, this is noteworthy. So I watched, like, 20 minutes of it and quit. Well, that was a mistake. It's a fucking banger. Uh, there's only two seasons right now, and I watched almost all of season one. This has Dave vibes. It has Master of None vibes. It has Atlanta vibes. It's 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 like Louis, right? So it's sort of like here's a smaller, humorous, intimate portrait of somebody's that's a little different from you. Their life, right? So this is like he's a young um, Muslim man growing up in New York trying to you know kind of navigate the dating his parents are traditional and hilarious and he's trying to sort of like have a modern life while still sort of being religious it's really funny it's dirty and dark um it's entertaining and there's a couple of filler episodes you know they do the thing where they flashback and have a whole flashback episode dave did that a lot of people do it it works well but it can sort of feel like stalls a little bit i would push through it Um, it's really brilliant. So I think you guys will laugh. It's definitely eye opening a little bit. It makes you sort of, you know, we, we know a lot of Christians. That's what we've grown up in, in our area. It's really interesting to see this different side of it. So I'm, I'm really into it. I think it's a great show. It has some great twists, you know, it kind of has like actual story ongoing, less like Atlanta in that way, where it's like, this is truly a random snapshot. I don't even know what order these episodes are in. Sometimes it's less abstract than that. It's definitely more straightforward. Rami is a wreck. What's up? Where can we watch this? It's Hulu. Okay. Yep. And so there's two seasons. I think they're making a third, but that probably won't be out for a little bit. So you have some time to catch up. Um, I'd be curious to see what you guys think. If you guys end up checking it out. It's, it's funny. It is funny.
1: Uh, it sounds great. It sounds right up our alley.
2: Yeah, I would at least watch, like, I, I when I rewatched it, I'm like, the first 20 minutes, I'm like, yeah, I can actually see why I kind of quit without more hype behind it, because it is a little slow of a start. P- push through that, keep going. It's hilarious.
0: Okay, uh, you also watched Invincible. What is Invincible? Where can we watch that?
2: I don't know if it's a wreck yet. So, Invincible is, um, remember Robert Kirkman? who He was, like, the comic book guy that did The Walking Dead. And then he took The Walking Dead to AMC. And was became like a massive television producer. Well, Walking Dead is pretty much over with. <laughs> um, so he started this thing. It's like a, a superhero animated show on Amazon Prime. And it is, when you watch like the first half an hour, you guys might be like, this is like a kind of a PG show. Like, what is this? This is not what I expected. <laughs> Just watch the whole first episode and let me know what you guys think. Cause it gets crazy. Um, so I've only watched two episodes. I'm into it. It's very out there, but like the acting cast is insane. So, so a lot of people from Walking Dead. So the main character is Invincible. He's like a, a kid that just got his superpowers. Right. Um, his name. Is, so Stephen Yoon from Walking Dead, Glenn, who's also blowing up for his Minari movie that he did. That's you know. So he's a huge talent. We got Sandra O oh is the is the mom. Eric, chill. I know you're not a huge fan. She's good in this. Uh, his dad is like pretty much the Superman of this universe, J.K. Simmons. Um, Jillian Jacobs is another superhero. She's from Community. Remember her? Uh, Zazie Beats is in it. Um, Jason Matazuka's. Remember him from The League? Yes. Hilarious. Great. Great is-
0: Walter a- Goggins.
2: A- a- Zachary Kinto. Yeah. Um, Dude, there's, it just goes, Seth Rogen is in it. He's, he's like Alan, the alien. So it's, it's out there. Mark Hamill is in it, dude. It's absolutely insane. Like the cast is crazy. I'm not even sure it's a wreck yet. I liked it. I think you guys should watch the first episode. And if you're intrigued, go on. Otherwise take a break, but they have three episodes out now. And then they're going to do one each week. Kind of like they did with the first season of the boys and shit.
0: Okay. Cool. Might have to check that out. All right, yeah. guys, let's move on to our newest rewatch. That's right, born the born rewatch. That's what you're calling it. I mean, the other thing I that mean, say is, oh my god, that's Jason Bourne.
2: <laughs> oh my god, that's the born rewatch.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that could work. Maybe do that next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, all the movies are called the born something. Right.
2: It makes sense. I get it. I mean, we. It's, we, we We struggled less with this one than some of the other ones.
0: Not a lot of quotable lines from these movies.
2: That's true. That's true.
0: But, but, but. um, Born, a movie series that completely transformed what action movies and action heroes look like, how they fight. Um, They are more human and maybe more flawed. And I think that that changed how we watch how we make and how we enjoy movies. So Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you can see how important uh, these movies are and the, the impact that they had on uh, other movie franchises like mission impossible and uh, bond and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, John wick and all types of movies where the fighting became at least more realistic uh, than, you know, Mm-hmm. Well, then, like, coming
1: coming off of, like, the 90s, which was, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme and another slow-mo roundhouse kick, mm-hmm. you know, kind of scenario. Um, and I think definitely the way that the action sequences were filmed is significantly different than everything from that era. And mm-hmm. Eric's exactly right. And and Matt Damon, as Jason Bourne, was kind of a revelation as a yeah. a... a a superhero that had nothing going for him. Like in, right. a, in a way where, where it used to be like, Oh, this guy was at the top of his game, but then he got knocked down a peg and had to build his way back. This was like a dude that started off with no memory at yeah. all. Right. Other than, other than his skills.
2: Yeah. I was, um, I was shocked at how young Matt Damon looked right off the bat. I was like, Holy <laughs> fuck. Is this movie like a child? 100 years old or what's happening? Yeah. He looks like, He's half the man that <laughs> he is you know he is a, he looks like a baby, and I'm kind of wondering, like did he do rounders did he do um like goodwill hunting rounders born yes I, remember, yeah. I feel like that sounds yeah. about right because he is five, very young
0: he's five years past goodwill hunting on this one,
2: wow, okay, so it doesn't look like that, but of course he was like a nineteen or twenty year old in those movies, and I guess he could be twenty five in this
0: so this movie starts out with a man floating in the water. You find out it's uh, Matt Damon's character who we don't know who it is yet. Uh, he gets pulled up on, on to the boat and he has bullets in his back and he has a weird, like bank code thing in his hip. Right. Mm-hmm. He wakes up, doesn't know who he is. Can't figure out who he is, but he has all these weird skills and speaks all these languages right away. You're really interested. Um, I thought that there was going to be a problem with him going to shore. He was like, I'm going to go to shore. I don't even have a name. I don't even have an ID. And it's just like, all that happened is he just like walked right into the country and like no one said a word to him. (laughs) Uh, So it was too. And also,
1: also if the guy on the boat wasn't like a surgeon, this whole thing is for naught because they would have been like, get him the fuck off, throw him back in the water. Yeah. Like Yeah, why whole, was there over? an absolute <laughs> medical expert on this fishing boat? Well, so so you are required to have someone on a fishing boat that has uh certain first aid skills, like beyond like I can do CPR and put a band-aid on your arm. Okay. So Didn't know that. that, that Thank plays, you. Ryan. But like I how, how many fishermen have ever had to remove seven bullets from like the spinal cord of a victim? <laughs> I, I don't know. like well, that, he did an amazing
2: work. job because before long he was up uh, fighting, fighting the people. Yeah. So yeah. so
0: he goes to the bank, which was a really good scene. I feel like Harry Potter kind of jacked that scene from Horn, uh, uh, where he's like nervously trying to enter the bank. Uh, he mm-hmm. finds all these passports. He finds out that his name, at least one of his names, is Jason Bourne. He has tons of money. He puts everything into a bag. For some reason, he thinks, I don't need this gun.
2: Uh, yeah, and then, he always kept leaving guns behind. Always left every gun. Uh, so, yes.
0: so, anyways, he goes, he goes to uh, leave the bank, and he's followed out of the bank because whoever he works for has such powerful connections that they have someone working at this bank. Contact mm-hmm. him right away. He's followed. Everyone's waiting in line to get into the U.S. embassy, and he just cuts the line, and they just let him right in.
2: Notice that. I think they kept were moving. No, I think kept No, I
0: think, I
1: think what they were doing. Those people were uh, not whatever, uh, Swiss Swiss citizens trying to get into the U.S. embassy, and mm-hmm. he was an American, and so he walked right in. Yeah,
2: that's what I thought too. I didn't think too much they of it.
0: Really want to go into an embassy? That's what I do. Well, well, yeah, it depends I'm not like. You go to embassy it's been in an embassy. It's, it's U.S. property.
1: One?
0: Yeah. What do you. Do? Uh,
2: yeah. I've been to one. Yeah. I got, I, I was at a Swedish embassy one time, like the Americans, whatever. But anyways, what do you do there? So well, well I, so had, I tried to help them help me find my camera. I lost. <laughs> 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 they didn't help
1: me at all. Obviously. <laughs> um, so technically, technically it was a smart move because that's American property. Like it's American soil. It's considered that. So the outside government and police forces can't enter there without a warrant or other legal means to get in there. Right. So So, he had to escape. So that was how he did it.
0: He goes in there, but then he realizes that people who are looking for him have ties to the American government as the police force of the embassy quickly turn on him and attempt to arrest him. He, in maybe my least favorite fight scene of the whole series, like punches all of them in the face in like a second. And leaves them all on the ground. He then, in a great a great part, um, g- grabs the map off the wall.
2: Mm-hmm. and cool. Rips a, off the fire and map. Radio. He yep. knows, the radio and he takes a radio.
0: And the fire map. And I was like, at that point, I was like, all right, we're in stride now. Jason Bourne is here. This yep. And he
1: was, he was so, like, everything he did was never frantic. And I, I credit Matt Damon with this. It was mm-hmm. so casual. Like he'd done it a thousand times. Like, oh yeah, I need a map. Perfect, found one right here. And he's yep. just kind of walking along with the with the earbud kind of dangling. It was great. I love. He that. did it in a way that
2: was like it didn't it didn't diffuse the tension. The tension was there, but he looked cool doing it, and like he was like in control.
0: Oh, I just loved it. That at that like point, he he literally
1: figured out his entire exit plan with a cardboard map while walking up the stairs. Was like, yeah, I know exactly what I'm going to do here. Mm-hmm. Figured it out.
0: He eventually escapes. He has a cool moment on a fire escape thing, climbs down the side of a building, whatever. Hops in a car with a girl he saw at the embassy. Yeah. Um, I had a question. Like, I was like, would I take a stack of cash from someone who wasn't telling me why and I thought maybe they were in trouble to get them to Paris? I think I would.
1: Well, how yeah, desperate are you for money? Two movies later, you'd be dead. So,
0: cool. Boiler. <laughs> uh,
1: well, how how desperate are you for money? Like, I mean, look at what she's trying to go through, and someone's like, "Hey, thirty thousand dollars."
0: I'm just saying. Like, yeah. I've never had someone throw me a stack of ten thousand and say ten thousand more is coming your way in my life. Would like it to happen. So anyway, yeah. she sucks. She's awful. She's the worst part um, of. Awful.
2: As an actress, as a character,
0: Oh. she ruins the whole movie.
2: She was like, she wasn't. I'm sorry. Like, I hate to go here, but like. It wasn't even like, okay, Jennifer Lawrence in her prime. Not maybe a great actor in this movie, but she's beautiful to look at. In every scene, you're like at least mesmerized. This woman isn't even like – I don't really know where they found her. And I wherever they found her, they put her back because she didn't do anything after this.
0: So pretty much she's terrible. It takes the movie down at least 10 points, which is still a damn good movie. But she's really pretty ter- terrible and tragic. I, I enjoyed the whole thing. I'm not going to go through all the – parts of it but he goes to his his place in paris he has a mm-hmm. really violent and like pretty disgusting fight scene with like a pen yeah which was yeah, like i thought that
1: was like i thought that was such a groundbreaking scene when i remember i can still picture it in my head when i first saw that i was like dude he just fucked him up with a ballpoint like a bick pen yeah ruined that dude's arm and face and chest
0: yeah no it, it's it's awesome and that's what i'm saying like i think that that was. Um, Showing you how action movies and action fight scenes would change forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked yep. that scene. I thought it was awesome, um, even though it was literally disgusting. Uh, and then eventually, um, he—where do you he go from there? They had to leave. They went to a house of like well, that was the
1: car, ch- the car chase, right? The yep. mini.
0: You got the great car chase scene, uh, which I don't even like car chases usually in movies, but this one was cool because that car was so trash. Uh, and it was fun. Watch it was different. Through, like the little alleys, go down the stairs. Um, everything about that was cool. I, I just... Especially thought, when it was like, uh, what did he say? Like, you
1: take care of this car? It's like uh, rear tires felt a little slippery on the way in or whatever. Yeah. Like something he'd been noticing, you know, as a spy that he was trained to figure out. Anyway. Yeah. You
0: get the scene where they go to the house of her friend and then... There is obviously assassin after them. I thought that whole scene was really cool. It showed just how badass he was, but it also gave you some information on kind of what was, um, what his life actually was or what his role was or like what had happened. This is
2: when, I think that's when he learned from after he, he, in a kind of a clever shootout scene that was very like old, Hollywood action, right? Where it wasn't like there was kind of cat and mouse. Let's get the best position. I got the best position. The whole shit's over. I shot him. Was that Owen? What's that guy's name? Clive, Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Cool actor just to pop up for a small part. That was. Um, yeah. And so he, you know, takes him out, realizes, wow. I mean, I'm just one of these. I'm an assassin for the, like, apparently the U.S. government through a program called Treadstone, which he didn't fully understand. They left the movie without fully understanding what it was, too.
0: Yeah, really showing you that this they were in this for the long haul with not mm-hmm. answering literally any cool questions,
1: right? Um, well, especially the uh, the the end scene. Oh, Eric. Okay, you keep going. Keep going with your synopsis.
0: So they they end up going back. Was it back to Paris at this point? Um, and you have whatever it seems to be. Some big assassin shows up there. He uh, causes a distraction, which the distraction was like a car alarm. <laughs> But that works yeah. to climb up and get to like the leader of the entire organization. Um, he gets there. He wants answers. He's kind of made a fool at first as the guy's just like, you don't understand. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're malfunctioning pretty much. You're
2: acting like a child here. Like whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, and so eventually he's under fire. He has to escape. The I kind of hated the scene where he rode the dude's back down. Like, four stories
2: well here's the thing they had that was the final moment that was the final big thing that was a little bit out there and when you think about in other action movies of the time that final big thing was like usually i jumped a car out of one building into another building or i jumped on a jet and then i i I knocked the person out and took over the jet it was always so big that i feel like for them to have like a little thing where he fell six stories and landed on a squishy dead body instead of like onto the concrete, and and like I fucked up. He was, he was like, I was like, I was okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, because they're going to do something, and at least it wasn't silly. It wasn't that silly, I'll say.
1: So he leaves. Well, the- then, but then he also had the one bullet, right? Wasn't that he he fell down and he shot the one guy? Yeah, and that was Which also, that was like, like the he just shot him to be
2: a dick because like. The guy was on the fourth story. You could have just ran away too, but whatever. Yeah. Killed him.
0: Killed him. Got him. So you, you see the big assassin pull up in the vehicle. You see him leave the building. He's walking through the streets. You see a figure walking through the streets. The guy gets out of his car after setting up his gun. And then he shoots the Treadstone director mm-hmm. Or he's gotten away in a different direction. And then who's the actor who's running Treadstone? Um, Bri-
2: um, Brian, didn't he die? Well, that guy died. Yeah. And that guy's been in a bunch of no, shit no, too. No, no, but...
0: no, no, no. The, the guy who now is running Treadstone at the end of this movie.
2: His name is Brian something. He was in like a ton of stuff. He's a famous actor. Wow. He was in like super troopers. So I...
0: Oh yeah. He
2: was the chief and among, among other things, like real movies
0: the guy who bites the bar of soap. Yeah yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So anyways, he's in charge now. He says turn it off we're done here and pretty much they're letting born go because it's not worth it at this point to them
2: he's it, killed like four assassins and the director so yeah he's just kind of letting it run
0: so he leaves he he feels like he's free um and then at the end of the movie he goes and finds the girl who's running her like dream job off the coast of somewhere m- moped
1: shop at the amalfi coast if you yeah. will pretty cool yeah
0: I thought she for
2: sure would have a new boyfriend by this time, but that's okay. She doesn't.
0: I thought this movie was awesome. I loved it. The technology is the hardest part of it. Um, But like a lot of movies that I hate from the early 2000s that were actually good movies, um, like, uh, like, you know, we watched the, the, no, 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 the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like at that, that that's the same time, the Lord of the Rings movies and this are the same time. And I think I had more of a problem with like the CG of the Lord of the Rings movies than I did with like the weird, like we have a satellite and we can zoom in and the picture will only get more and more clear and we'll look at this person's license plate from outer space. You know, right. that was the,
1: that's the cliche that everyone brags on is the enhance it. And then it's enhance. like, oh yeah. Great <laughs> pixels where pixels did not previously exist. Yeah. Like
2: in
0: reality, yeah. like. There's, there's definitely people whose job at the FBI is to like, try to make blurry pictures clear. Like they spend their whole life doing that in 2021, you know, and mm-hmm. this movie 20 years ago, they were like, just zoom in on the satellite a little more and see what's in his pocket. And mm-hmm. so that kind of stuff is a little hard, but compared to the other movies that were made at the time, even-
2: nothing was more egregious. If you guys remember the Will Smith movie, enemy of the state, that was as bad oh, yeah. as it got. Out of one camera, they could do 3D imaging of the room from one camera feed. Stupid. Anyways, go ahead. In
0: 1998.
2: Yeah, that's as
1: bad as that shit got.
0: So, I love this movie. I don't know what you guys well, I think, think but, Eric, I, Eric, but Eric,
1: I think your point makes like just just pretend the computers aren't like the big tube monitors and they're flat screen monitors. You could see that happening today, right? For sure. Yeah. Like the images aren't exactly what we would picture today, but it's still the same like spy software. And, you know, there's not somebody who's like recreating these photos. They're just writing computer applications to enhance the photos. Right. I mean, and th- that's the big job. So if you just sort of like picture that being modern day technology, everything else works they've got, they've got cell phones, they've got sat phones, they've got assassins that like they send a cryptic me- text message to, on their burner phone, and then they're active, and they're mm-hmm. looking for Bourne, and the whole thing, everything could play out now and be just fine.
2: Yeah, I thought so too. It didn't feel dated to me, besides Ben Af- or I mean, uh, Matt Damon's face. <laughs> it's the only thing that dated this movie.
0: I, I guess the only other thing, my only other problem with Bourne, and this is not just Born, this is a lot of movies, but like my only problem with Bourne is like Interpol is literally... Like highest alert on orders of the U.S. government to find Bourne, and like they have an idea of like where he is. And guy doesn't change his clothes, doesn't grow a beard, keeps his hair the same, but makes her dye her hair, and he just snips it with like a garden shear. Yeah, it was wild. Why isn't he dyeing his hair? Why isn't Matt Damon bald? Why isn't Jason Bourne running around bald? Why doesn't he even wear a freaking hat? Like yeah. he is literally like. Not even attempting to hide. And
2: I think, I- you know, and you, you touched on it. I think the weakest part of the movie was the the actress, the character, everything about her. That even from the very beginning seemed weird. Like he approaches her and she agrees to do it. And now he's putting her in extreme danger. And he knows it the whole time. He's using her her connections, her family, her old boyfriends, whatever. With di- blatant disregard for, like, the children in the house. Yeah. You know, he agrees
1: to stay there. Like, that whole thing. Like, yeah, he the knew kids, the she kids was were going in the to hu- be killed. I mean, literally, the kids were in the house, and he took a side-by-side, like, 10-gauge shotgun and was like, propane tank, you don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking blew it up. <laughs> Dude, how about when she can't find him at
2: night, and she goes in, and he's standing in the kids' room. I would be like, no, he's a
0: pedophile. Just looking at the kids. Even if he wasn't a pedophile, I'd be like, dude, has got something wrong yeah. with him.
2: He can't yeah. be wrong. With the him. kids were sleeping, so I, I mean, I guess you assume that
0: nothing happened. But like, what the hell? He's standing in the children's room. What if Anyways. you you met someone? Okay, you met someone, and you you had a good feeling about them right away. Right? You mm-hmm. met someone. you were out. You're at a party. Some local person. But is this me, a male, right? is this a male or a female? Am I you know I mean am I trying to doesn't matter just a cool just get in your own they come over to your house they're hanging out with you guys there's a few people over there they're having drinks you're like wow we're really hitting an off new friend and then they disappear for a minute you went upstairs and they were in your kid's bedroom just staring at your kid <laughs> you would freak the fuck out it was wrong it was so weird I like changed my opinion on Jason Bourne based on this moment all
2: right I'm glad I brought it up then. It seemed so weird. I was like, why did they include this part?
0: Yeah, I, I didn't like that. But overall, I thought the movie was great. I'm rotten tomatoing it at uh a 92. I really enjoyed wow. it. I thought it was so fun. Uh I I had kind of forgotten some of it. Um, some of the things I didn't really remember. I actually thought I mean spoiler alert, I kinda of thought like she was gonna leave him or die or something. Like I didn't think she was gonna be in the movie the whole time. Maybe it's a different born mm-hmm. movie. Um, but she was, she was the only thing that drug this thing down. Otherwise it was a fantastic movie.
2: Yeah. So, okay. To me, it is a little bit forgettable. Once again, um, I could never remember what happens in these movies or what order they go in or what's the scene where he like jumps from window to window. I guess that's the second one or third one. I don't remember when this happens. Right. Um, I feel like in a year, if you ask me the plot of this movie, I won't remember anything about it. Um, I'm sorry. I think that's, that's a problem. I'm trying to, to, in you know, factor in the fact of this is now 20 years old. Um, I will give it an 85, which I think is good. It's a movie I'll watch. I've watched multiple times and I get how impactful it was. And Eric, I'm glad you started with that in our rewatch because, you know, the shaky cam, the close-up fights, the more gritty, realistic action, all that stuff is huge, and it's it's better. It's just better. It just improved it. It wasn't just like it was a trend that they they continue you know did for a while. That's just the new normal.
1: I think uh, you got you guys both touched on like really great points about this. I would say if you if you did like a like a react series of like random people on YouTube. And you didn't show any of the technology, but you showed like some of the fight scenes and asked, when was this movie made? They would all say like, I, I would almost guarantee they would say like 2015, mm-hmm. like not not modern, like not today modern. But they definitely wouldn't say like early 2000s. Right. Like, there's no way. And I think I think you guys are both exactly right in that there are some dated things in this, but it also doesn't feel dated when you're watching it in a weird way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you see a tube, uh, computer monitor. You feel like you're watching something from, you know, the mid nineties, but then you see the fight scene where he sticks a ballpoint pen in between his like ring finger and middle finger. And then the dude like swallows a cyanide pill, and jumps out the window. Like the, like, <laughs> It was just so, like, brutally violent that it, it feels more modern and was more groundbreaking. And um, was I'm, a PG-13 movie, too. Unbelievable. Yeah,
2: I didn't Which realize would never that.
1: happened would never happen today. Nope. Um, but I, I think I'm more in line with Jimbo a little bit. Um, I loved it. I loved the, like, the, kind of the nostalgia of it. I haven't watched it for a long time. Um, the Matt Damon fight scenes, I think, were really good, like, a la you know, Keanu Reeves doing, you know, karate in, in the matrix. I thought that stuff was really cool. Um, but I think it's more like an 86 85 I think is, is properly where it should be. There's some flaws. Uh, we've, we've mentioned Maria as uh kind of the anchor of the film and it's not because she's female. It's just because she's a very bad actress. Um, as we'll see in the, in subsequent films, there, there's some female leads like, like even Julia styles is, is 10 times better than Maria. In Christ this is. movie, Julia styles was 10 times more charismatic and magnetic
2: in one tenth of the frames.
1: Yeah, I agree. Seriously. Yeah. She was in it for, I mean, she had maybe what, like 10 lines. Totally.
2: I, I
0: wanted to know everything
1: about her and nothing more
2: ever about Maria.
0: Just so you guys know, I'm not going to give you the scores, of the other ones. I mean, everyone could look it up themselves, but just this movie, 83 rotten tomato score from the critics, 93 from the audience. Yeah, and we're, like, hey, one,
2: but, Ryan, we're critics. I mean, we're, we're, we're right in there. there. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. we're going to agree with shit.
1: yeah.
0: And the next and the next um, movies are are well scored too. So yeah, the, I, I'm really happy we're watching these movies. Um, uh, at least the first three, I'm really excited about because they're they it's a fantastic trilogy. I I kind of feel like it was meant to be a trilogy more than they were meant to be individual movies. You know, like mm-hmm. Harry Potter is like. Every movie has a start and every movie has a finish, and they all go together. But they're all years of school, and there's yeah. a big end to every year, and then they go away for the summer, and then you come back with them in the fall. You Perfect. know, yep, yep. This is not that. This is like it might take a while, but it is the whole story kind of just blends together over three movies. Well, just mm-hmm. just to speak on that movie two, the Born Supremacy,
1: picks up right after. Identity leaves off. Yeah. Like okay. it, it literally, it literally goes right into the next film. Yeah. Now so it I, could
2: have I, been because I was watching shit like <laughs> superhero cartoons and I was really desperate for shit, but I really wanted to fire up Born Supremacy this me, week. Sure. I was, and I watched I, this shit on Monday, I was like, oh, but I, I held off and I'll probably fucking watch it tomorrow. Like I'm ready.
0: I felt the same way. And I think that's a great sign of a, a yep. series is like, how excited are you to watch the next movie? And I found myself like really excited to watch the next one. So, me too. That's it. That's all the time we have this week. Guys, turn on Born Supremacy with us this week. Uh, let us know what you guys think about that one. Go back, watch the whole Born thing. This whole thing is going to be a lot of fun over the next few weeks. Uh, but thank you guys for listening to the Nordies podcast. And also, check out our uh, update on the state of hockey uh, in the sports Sportscast. So, thank you guys for listening to the Northeast podcast. We'll be back with you guys soon.